Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru, Who Me? So let me say this right off the bat. Most people, not everyone, but most people have children or relatives that they would like to have a relationship with. Most of us have children or parents or sisters and brothers or cousins, uh, some, some group that we would like to feel a sense of belonging to. And as we age, uh, we would like to have those people close by. We would like to have an ongoing relationship with them. We would like it to be healthy and open and um, easy. And the truth is, is that <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. And it's very complex. And it's quite often something that started quite often when we were little kids ourselves. So we're little kids and we have parents and our relationship with our parents started when we were little kids. And so you might be 30, 40, 50, 60, and your parents are that much older. And that relationship perhaps hasn't changed in all of those years. Perhaps the unresolved, the initial elements of that relationship never changed. And so the lack of intimacy or the lack of connection, the lack of trust, the lack of safety, the lack of openness or pleasure or fun just isn't there. And so as we age, it either intensifies because it's not getting better and it gets harder and sadder because especially I'll say as uh, well, both as a, as a child with what, with my parents aging, it was really sad that we were never able to connect the way that I had always hoped. Part of that was my problem. Part of that was my unwillingness, my righteousness, my indignation, my, my stuff that got in the way of me coming to a different relationship with my parents. But the other part was theirs and their unwillingness to forgive me or see me or hear me or know me. So that relationship uh, with those people, the relationship with our parents, the relationship with our children is what it is until we get clear about wanting something different. And not only wanting something different, I know a lot of people who say, I really want that relationship to be different, but they're not doing something different and their parents aren't doing something different. This becomes a real challenge when, uh, when people get older and become less stable and less uh, capable of being on their own. And there's this potential for, some, for a lot of families that our children or the children should step in and be, be the caretakers and caregivers. And if the relationship has never been there of loving and caring for each other, it's really challenging and it's really upsetting and it's, it kind of can make things worse. Uh, it can create more dis- dis-ease, distress, and unhappiness in people's lives. So I've been thinking about this for a long time, long time as in since I've started doing these podcasts in terms of how do you, how do I engage in this conversation with you as a parent, but you perhaps as the child too, who's in the process of aging, how do you consider yourself, let's just put a a dot in the sand as, as a child of aging parents, what is your thoughts? What are your ideas? What is it that you want in relation to your parents p- passing or transitioning into this aging place and into how involved will you be in their, um, in their last years? How involved do you want to be? How do you want to potentially make the relationship different so that that can happen? 
the other side of that is as a parent, how much do you want to be involved in your children's lives as you're older? A lot of people will want to move closer to their grandchildren or closer to their family so they have some time with their children before they pass. But it takes two, right? It takes both parent and child to to come to a place of relationship in that. Um, my daughter and I, 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 I'm really enjoying the ability to talk with her about the hard stuff. So for instance, last time she was visiting last year, I said, here's my will, here's the trust, and here's where it lives, right there. And you can go through it and look at it. And she did, and she read it, and she knows what's in it. And so she's clearer, and she's the, um, you know, uh, she's got the power of attorney, blah, blah, blah. So she knows all that stuff, and it's very clear. There's no question about it. And I want it that way so that there's no question about where things are going to go. There's a plan in place. And she's aware of that. Um, And another part is, it's like there's a part of me that would like to live with them, her and her husband and my grandson. And she goes, Mom, that's never going to happen. So like, give that one up. And it's like, okay, that's clear. Or, um, you know, if I, if I get cancer or something like that, I go, okay, here's what I want. I'm not going to do surgery. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And she goes, yeah, okay, great. So there's a clarity and an ease so that when things happen, it's not a burden for either of us. And I think that's a hard thing that we place on either our parents or our children is the burden of the relationship or the burden of the issues that show up. And how can we do it different? How, how can we, either one part or the other, um, make this less of a burden for the other? Uh, one of my clients uh, I'll call her Mary Ann. Uh, I change, I'll tell you, I change the the names of my, the people I talk about or anything that would let you know who they are. I change that and I just sometimes will make up somebody, uh, sort of a conglomeration of people and issues. This one woman and she's in her her late 60s and her her mom is in her late 90s. And, and so her mom is cranky and she's, um, She's formidable, and she doesn't want to give up any power. Well, that makes it really hard for for Marion to to, um, and I'm saying Marion. I'm not sure what I said a minute ago, but Marion makes it really hard for her to be helpful, and it really makes it hard for her financially. So she she doesn't know what the story is for this woman, her mom, in any way, and so her hands are tied. And when she says to her mom, hey, I need to know this, her mom says, well, you're not going to know it. I'm not going to tell you. Or she changes the subject. She doesn't let it happen. But Marion's way of being with that is to capitulate and to kind of ignore and distract herself and, and be with the frustration and the disappointment as opposed to saying, hey, I need to take some power here. I need to take some control here so that I can be more helpful and, and it's beneficial and less burdensome for both of them. So this is not unusual for, for parents and children to have to deal with these issues, especially when people are in their 80s and 90s, and we're living into our hundreds now. So how does a family uh, work with those issues? And, you know, I don't think it's crazy to consider family therapy for, for aging people because there's the dynamics that are in place that probably have been in place for decades, and do those things need to be dealt with and completed, um, not so that when the person dies, there's completion, but in terms of how does, how does a family, how do, how do people deal with the needs of an aging person? Um, and, 
And how do you really want to choose that? And and again, this is sort of an issue. The one of the essences of this uh, podcast, Aging Like a Guru, is this place of empowering ourselves to be a choice about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. Um, I think I mentioned um, a number uh, a month ago or so um, my client Barbara, who was in her 80s, and she was really angry when her children wanted to take away her responsibility. They wanted to take responsibility for her and get her into a home, and that violated her sense of of, of freedom. And so she had to make some choices for herself so that her children couldn't take away her power. What that meant is she chose to go to a home. She chose that that's what she was going to do. And that was very empowering for her. So the bottom line here is, how are you as a child of an aging parent being with this process? Where can you become more proactive if you want to be more proactive so that in the next decade or two or, or even next year or two, there's a relationship that is more um, um, more. Uh, um, fulfilling to you as opposed to a burden for you. Um, another client of mine, Harry, um, his father, he got a call, this was a number of years ago, Harry got a call from his father's uh, girlfriend, and his father's in his 80s, and she said, hey, your father's losing his mind, you've got to come and take him. And so Larry, Harry had to um, go to Arkansas, pick up his dad, bring him back to his home and care for him in the way that he did. And he was, it was totally insane because he had no idea that that's what was going to happen. And so his father was in dementia. And so there had to be a lot of decisions that got made very, very quickly. This is not unusual. And uh, aging like a guru means you, whether you're the child or the parent, is that there's a process by which you get to choose to empower yourself in a way that can be supportive for you and for your parent or for your child. I hope that's clear. It's been on my mind for a long time, so I thought I would just share it. All right. Um, if you have any questions, uh come to the website, theparadigmshifts.com. I've got lots of blogs, videos, and books there. Or join me at um, the, my Facebook page, uh, Aging Like a Guru, and leave your questions or comments there, and I'll be happy to answer them and connect with you there. All right, big hugs. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.